morning. And I'm sure there are people getting up, oh, that alarm clock, I wish that thing was just broke. I wish it wouldn't have rang. But then you'd be missing this beautiful morning. Somebody got out of the car, oh, it was Jack. See, I'm picking on Jack. <laughs> Jack got out of the car this morning and said, this is the day the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it. Absolutely. But if it was raining this morning, and it was pouring, none of you would have said, this is the day the Lord has made, and I will be glad and rejoice in it. Nobody would have said that. Because everybody would have been complaining about their hair, getting wet, got to get out in the rain. <laughs> Pastor should have canceled church. <laughs> no. You see, every day is a day that God has made. If, if he doesn't water the plants, he's going to water them. I don't see anybody carrying around a water hose. Listen, when you begin to think of all that the cross stands for in our life, when you begin to think about all of the power of the cross and all that it pours into your life and to mine, we can, we can begin to understand why it was that Jesus used the cross as the illustration to, to represent eternal life for us. Jesus identifies with sinners and their separation from God. He says, why hast thou forsaken me? It's impossible for the Father to look on him when he took upon the sinner's place. Your place and mine. To understand this, you would have to be sinless and go to hell in that state. Isn't that kind of hard to wrap your mind around? To think you would have to be a sinless person and go to hell to understand what Jesus completely did for you. Because that's what he did. Sinless his whole life. But I believe hell is the last place Jesus would like to see any person including the sinner. Because we all have a choice. We all have a choice to serve the Lord. We all have a choice to live for, the, for, for Jesus. He was forsaken that we might never ever be forsaken. Let your conversations be without covetousness and be without such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake. How many times have I spoken from this pulpit and, I, and I've tried to express to you that Jesus will never leave you nor forsake you no matter what kind of a situation you're in, no matter what kind of a trial you face. He will never leave you. He will never abandon you. I know there are times that we have felt abandoned. There are times that you have lost someone very close to you. And you're like, at that point in your life, where is Jesus? How could this happen? I know when I look at scripture and I can't help but think, why did he place, why did he have to put in here, it's once appointed a man to die. I don't want to die. I want to be a part of the rapture. I want to be a part of all of us going together in one shot. But until that happens, unfortunately, we have a date with the dirt. 
And that's the long, no, I'll have to put, but that's the long and short of it, really. Yeah. I mean, there's no need to fret it. There's no need to worry about it. No need to trouble yourself about it. It just is what it is. It is not necessary for you to continue in darkness and uncertainty. If you're not sure about where you are in life, you're not sure about what's going to happen, I'm telling you that you need to get on your knees and ask Christ for forgiveness. You don't need to live in that dark picture. You don't need to live with that uncertainty wrapped around your life because there's uncertainty of one thing, that Jesus died for you, that you would have eternal life. But I'm going to ask you this morning, can you identify with this question? And you have to ask yourself this question. Do I identify with him? Do you identify with him? It's talking about Jesus. You see, if you turn from sin and you turn to Christ and you trust him as your faith, as your savior, you in fact can have a blessed life. Well, what do you mean by blessed life? I'm going to get everything I need, everything I want? No. I'm just saying that every day with Jesus is better than the day before. Amen. Why? Because every day you begin to focus on Him. Every day you take your mind and you begin to wrap it around the Scripture. You, you are a blessed person. I'm blessed because I have all these beautiful people in this building that pray for me. And guess what? Those same people that pray for me, I pray for them. And I think, what? You can't have a greater life than that. Than people that care enough to pray for you. But you can't be more blessed than have a Savior who took your sins upon himself on the cross that you can have forgiveness, that you can have redemption, that you can have a life full of joy, full of peace, full of happiness. Now, I don't know about people who don't have peace in their life. I can't figure that out. You ever figure out people who don't have peace? They're always upset about something. They're always anxious about something. I don't understand that. Because Jesus has given us peace, joy unspeakable and full of glory. We, we, we should be the happiest people on the face of the earth. But you'll be surprised come Monday morning how happy Christians are. Oh, I gotta go to the doctor. Oh, I gotta go to work. Oh, I just need more sleep. You know, no. When we wake up in Monday morning, we should say, thank you, Jesus. Now I can go and share with somebody what you have done in my life. I can witness to the doctor about the great health that I have. <laughs> and now you are chuckling. But you have great health. Yeah. All right, so you got a few achy bones. <laughs> I got a few too. You're older than me. <laughs> we all have achy bones. This is how it is. Little creek here and there. <laughs> Matter of fact, Gabby probably even has an achy bone once in a while. See? She's a whole lot younger than all of us. It's life. It's called life. But I'm telling you, church. When you begin to dwell on what Jesus did for you on the cross, when you, can, when, you, when you begin to wrap your mind around all that he has done for you, 
on the cross. It should bring peace instantly to your heart. And it should bring that joy unspeakable and full of glory. Because he did it for you. Yes. He did it for you personally. When you begin to think, you can put your name. Jesus died for Doris Love. Jesus died for Irene Lindell. Jesus died for Tom Crowley. You know, when you begin to think about that, when you begin to think about he died for me personally, I can't help but want to do things for him. I can't help but, but be infatuated with the word. I can't help but want to read and know more about the Savior who gave his life for me and to walk in his life. Do I stumble once in a while? Yes. Do you stumble once in a while? I have no idea. Yes. But I have a Savior that I can go to. And I can say, I'm sorry. Forgive me. And I can begin to move forward. That's what brings you joy. That's what brings happiness to you. Knowing that we can move forward in Knowing that the cross is just the beginning of the story for each one of us in this room. That's why we can say, yes, Lord, I identify. Because I understand what you did for me. That understanding came when you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's when you understood what that was all about. Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God, that you have that you have given to us eternal rest. Yes. That you've given us eternal life. Jesus, I'm so thankful this morning that I can come to you no matter what my day may be like, no matter what my situations may be like. Lord Jesus, I can come to you knowing that you will hear my heart. And that you will hear my plea for forgiveness. And Lord Jesus, you will do just that. You will forgive me. And Lord, I thank you that you do that for me. But Lord, we live in a world of uncertainty. Where people are walking around aimlessly, not sure about what they should do. But I say, Lord Jesus, give us the words. Give us the heart. Give us the ability to reach into their lives and to share with them the meaning of the cross. And Lord, we'll give you the praise, the glory, and the honor for it in Jesus' name. And all of God's children say, Amen. Amen. Amen.